What's going on, gang? John from Music Frenzy. How are you? Championship Sunday here. We're sitting here at the uh, offices watching the Saints and Rams game. Afterwards, we'll have the Chiefs and Patriots game. I don't know. I mean, any of you who know me, I'm a Steeler fan, so I was out of it a long time ago. I live just outside of Philadelphia. Eagles are out of it, too, so I have no, no skin in the game here. But I'm hoping for the Rams and the Chiefs. Anyone but Brady, so that's all I'm hoping for. But <laughs> it would be kind of cool to see Andy Reid get a, a Super Bowl this year. So we'll go for old the Big Red and the Chiefs. Uh, that's who I'm hoping to make it. But anyway, so uh, today I'm going to be premiering our interview with Mr. Frankie Benali from Quiet Riot. I mean, when I was in high school, man, and uh, Metal Health came out, we wore that album out. I mean, the videos were on MTV. The freaking songs were everywhere. And I, actually, I kick off the interview with Frankie talking about a, um, a, a concert that I saw, Quiet Riot and Sabbath. And some shit went down on that concert. And Frankie says that he remembers it, so it's kind of wild. But the interview is really, really cool. I was super stoked to talk to him. Um, it's always cool to talk to somebody, you know, who was such a part of your of your youth, you know, and Quiet Riot, I mean, I'm telling you, me and my friends wore that shit out, so, um, yeah, this was really cool for me, but what we're talking about is a CD-DVD release coming out on Friday, January 25th, it's called Quiet Riot, One Night in Milan, and um, it's phenomenal, I mean, Frankie's on drums, Chuck Wright on bass, uh, Alex Gross, he's on guitar, and um, James Durbin, who you may remember from, uh, I think it was season 10, of American Idol, uh, I think it was the fourth runner-up, um, but the dude does Kevin DeBro's vocals justice. Um, I wasn't familiar with James until I saw this uh, this DVD, and he does a good job, man. And the band's tight. Uh, Frankie mentions in our interview that it was a, it was a one-shot deal. They didn't add any extra crowd noise like some bands do for their live albums. Uh, they didn't do different takes on songs. This was One Night in Milan, and um, it's it's great. All of your favorite songs from Quiet Riot are being played. Bang Your Head, Come On, Feel the Noise, Mama, We're All Crazy Now. Um, they do a, what seems to be probably the only um, rendition of its kind of Thunderbird. Just a great concert, and the DVD is, is pretty damn cool. I've seen the whole thing, so it's awesome, man, but... If you want to find out about uh, more about Quiet Riot, go to their website, uh, quietriot.band. And if you guys want to follow us, go to musicfrenzy.net. Uh, we're on Twitter and on Instagram at musicfrenzy underscore net. And you could, of course, follow us on Facebook at musicfrenzy.net. So check us out. Um, the interview is up on iTunes if you want to download it. Pass it around. I would appreciate it. Let me know what you think. Uh, hit me up on Twitter. Uh, email us, uh, musicfrenzy666 at gmail. Let us know what you think. I think it's a cool interview. And here it is, our interview with Frankie Benali, drummer of Quiet Riot. Take care, guys. Goodbye. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in again. And tonight we have the honor of bringing to you a chat with a true, true metal giant from Quiet Riot, Mr. Frankie Benali. Uh, I'm only 5'11". I'm not quite the giant, but uh, <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> Frankie, uh, how's everything going today, man? Um, no complaints. Everything is uh, everything is great in uh, in my world, and everything is great in uh, Quiet Riot world. Just well, uh, 
here in sunny California where it's been raining for two weeks straight. You only left because you knew the East Coast was going to get bombarded this weekend, man. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't mind the rain. As a matter of fact, it feels like being a little bit in Scotland, and I like Scotland. Listen, man, if you want to come back Sunday, we'll have seven degrees and ice, so come on back. Oh, listen, I knew it while I grew up in that stuff. Sure, sure. <laughs> All right, so listen, before we start talking about the uh, CD, i got to share my Quiet Riot story. Okay, okay. I, I tell all my friends, and they, they just don't believe it. November 5th, 1983, Philadelphia Spectrum, Quiet Riot, Black Sabbath. Okay, so we're on the floor, general admission, probably, I don't know, two or three rows back, right in front. Quiet Riot comes out. The crowd is insane. I mean, just the energy was crazy. You guys ripped it. It was just a great show. Uh, I got my jean jacket slashed by some a-hole in the crowd, tore off a patch, and I had a big knife mark in my jacket and whatever. And, <laughs> and my buddy had a pack of smokes on him, right? Tosses it up on stage, whacks Rudy right in the balls, okay? <laughs> Rudy beds down, picks up the pack of smokes, and puts one in his mouth like he's smoking it. And, I mean, you know, come on, that's, you know, 40 years ago, I still remember that shit, you know? <laughs> I actually, you know, I have the biggest smile on my face because I actually remember that. I'm, I'm one of those, uh, unlike a lot of my peers, I actually remember most of it. And I actually do remember that happening, so I can, I can, uh, I can validate your claim. It, as, uh, it, as being true. It was killer, man. I mean, to, you know, it, put into words that tour. I mean, you know, here's Quiet Riot, number one on the Billboard. It's never been done by a metal band. You guys are on tour with Sabbath. I mean, I, I know it's not Ozzy, it's Ian Gillen, but it had to have been surreal, brother. Well, it's amazing because at the particular time that you saw us playing, that was 10 days before we found out. We found out November 15th, we found out that the following week, Metal Health was going to be number one on Billboard. Okay. Uh, and, and it was, and it was pretty, pretty unbelievable to us and everybody. Uh, but at that point in time, the band was firing on, on all cylinders. And that's one of the reasons that although it was, uh, it was a Black Sabbath, audience and a Black Sabbath headlining show, um, the, the audience was well aware of, uh, of Quiet Riot at that point in time. Uh, because of the videos and the music. I mean, you know, we, you couldn't go anywhere with, without hearing Quiet Riot. I mean, it, it, was, it was insane. That summer was amazing. And, you know, of course, when you guys came around, we were absolutely going to be at that show. It was uh, it was a it was a great a great period in all of our lives, and uh, we were very very fortunate to to have that happen and experience it. And I always I always give credit where credit is due. The success of Quiet Riot happened because of the hard work we put into it, and and we made what I think was a great record. Uh, but it also falls on the shoulders of all the fans that supported us because without them, uh, we would have just been, you know, another band that, that didn't succeed. So hats off to the fans, and to, to this day, I'm grateful to them. Uh, let's talk about the upcoming CD DVD release, uh, Quiet Riot One Night in Milan, which comes out uh, next Friday, the 25th. Um, I'm a little surprised you're a New York boy. I mean, you couldn't call it One Night in Hoboken or. One night in Jersey City. I mean, <laughs> well, with, with, all, with all due with all due respect, in, in the in the thirty at the time in the thirty four year history of uh, of Quiet Ride with a mental health record being released in eighty three, 
Um, this was the first time last April when we when we recorded the show in Milan. This was the first time that Quiet Riot had ever played in Italy. So, with all due respect, uh, Hoboken had to take a back seat. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> Listen, I got a link to the DVD. I watched it. Incredible, Frankie. I mean, the band's tight. Um, you and Chuck and, and Alex and James on vocals. I mean, you know, having such a, a iconic lead man as Kevin was. It, you know, how do you, I mean, I know that you don't replace it, but to come out with somebody who can pay homage to what he did and how those songs came out, um, it is shown on this video. I mean, he does an amazing job, man. Here, here's, the, here's the thing. I am very aware and also very grateful um, to Chuck Wright, who, who's been playing bass with Quiet Riot on and off since 1982. Sure. Uh, and, and Alex has been in the band, uh, I think, around 10 years or so now. Uh, and he's done a phenomenal job with, with you know, material uh, that, uh, up to the point that he joined this band, was foreign to him. Uh, and, and with James, we finally found somebody that has the ability uh, and the range to, to do what Kevin did uh, to many degrees, because Kevin had a ridiculously amazing, broad uh, vocal range, but he was also uh, an amazing entertainer. I mean, he really loved being on stage. So with James now, we have the opportunity to have the song sung in, in a manner that they should be, uh, and he loves being on stage as well, and he's a really funny guy, and he's a really, really nice guy, so uh, I'm very grateful to, to all of them. I think it's important to, to note also that the reason I titled the record um, One Night in Milan is because that's exactly what it is. It's a true live record. There's nothing, not one single track was fixed. Wow. Not one single guitar solo was, was replayed. No vocals were, were replaced. Uh, we didn't get a bunch of people to sing background vocals and drop it in. We didn't take a, an audience from, from uh, Madison Square Garden uh, and, and threw it on the record. This is exactly as it was. It is completely and totally untouched. And the songs sound incredible, and, you know, it, it's surprising that, I mean, I, I'm a true metalhead through and through, um, many, many songs from the 80s, from, you know, from the Metal Health album era, just don't hold up anymore, you know, but, man, the crowd was hot for this DVD, uh, Bang Your Head, Come On, Feel The Noise, Mama, We're All Crazy Now, they all still crushed, and the fans were digging it, man. Yeah, it was it was uh, it was a great experience because we were not only playing to to Italian fans, but we were playing. You know, it was the only show we did in Europe um, in 2018. So, and the fans knew that. So there were fans that came over all over from everywhere in Europe and the UK, Ireland. Um, so that was really gratifying that they took the time and the expense to come see this particular show. Uh, and that's one of the reasons that uh, that I wanted to make sure that that the band was aware, uh, keenly aware that we were going to be playing and that we better uh, be bringing our A game. Listen, nobody plays great every night. Uh, that is an impossibility. Nobody, nobody can claim that. Uh, but everybody, you know, stepped up to the plate. And as far as I'm concerned, uh, everybody knocked it out of the park. Everything, like I said, everything sounded solid. So many highlights. Um, one thing that was actually touching and such a class move, Frankie, was the moment of silence for Randy and Kevin uh, before playing Thunderbird. And, you know, um, you announced a song as never having played it live with, with the piano. It came out phenomenal. And to have James hang out there, you know, in front of an audience, you know, playing such an intimate song, um, 
it, it, spot on, and it, it would just be a beautiful moment for me. Well, you know, there's there's a lot of things that go into it. Um, when Kevin was alive, every time we played, <clears throat> excuse me, Thunderbird, um, <clears throat> he always dedicated it to the memory of of his best friend Randy. Uh, and when Kevin passed away in 2007, and and ultimately um, I resuscitated the band in 2010, um, I decided it would be fitting to to continue to honor Randy's memory, uh, but also to honor Kevin's memory. And having the opportunity to have Alessandro Del Vecchio, who is um, who also produced the uh, this live uh, record, um, he's an amazing musician, a, a really beautiful person, uh, and an incredible pianist. And uh, and I asked him if he would consider doing it because this would be the first time, and might only be the only time we would ever do it. And he was uh, very thrilled and very honored to do it. So that was a special moment that I don't know uh, if it'll ever be recreated again so that's special yeah it, it was awesome um on another note what's with the action figures on alex's amps <laughs> that's, what the hell's know, that about have, okay okay you have you have to understand that <laughs> that james durbin is a child of the 80s barely he was born in 1989 okay <laughs> uh, but he's considerably younger than all of us uh, and he likes toys. Okay. <laughs> and I'm gonna leave it at that. And he's a huge, and, and he's, a huge he's a huge wrestling fan. Ah, uh, okay. And, and I'm I, leaving it at that. I, I thought that was Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was definitely the Hogan. <laughs> That's so funny, man. Um, obviously, I have to touch on the Quiet Riot movie. Um, phenomenal, Frank, and you know, from a huge fan standpoint. Um, thank you for opening yourself up like that. I mean, it was, everything's out there, and it was just emotional and raw, and it was it was phenomenal, man. Well, it's it's a very honest story. I think it's uh, I think it gives uh, um, the longtime diehard fans and even the casual uh, fans of music or the genre it it gives them a peek at what it's really like. It's you know everybody thinks that uh, that being a musician and especially uh, from from this genre that that everything is one big party that never ends uh, and the reality is that you know, that we're we're all people we're all the same we have we have many of the same problems sometimes we have even greater problems than other people have because of the industry we're, we're involved in um, and I wanted to make sure that that it was an honest film and I wanted to make sure that that uh, nothing was uh, whitewashed or sugarcoated, and you know, there's there's a lot of things in there that uh, that I'm uncomfortable with, um, and uh, and a lot of things that that jar my memory and give me give me you know moments of laughter and, and moments of despair. Uh, but I think that to have done it uh, any differently would have not been an accurate. Um, um, window into what what it's like to be a musician what it's like to be in quiet riot what it's like to be me you know i i feel like i know so much more from the hours and hours of that i spent listening to the music i know so much more about it now it, it just uh you know i'm grateful well the director uh, regina russell did a great job being able to put all, all this together because you have to understand that that there was a lot of filming in real time that was going on but there was also you know three decades of, of history and archives to go through um and and you know picking and choosing uh what you can have in the film um 
based on it can only be so long, and that was a daunting uh, job, and she did a she did a very good job. Oh, I'm sure to, to make it all make sense. <laughs> you know, you yes. can just put random clips and have a story. You know, <laughs> absolutely. Um, so I saw on the band's website, uh, QuietRiot.band, uh, you guys have uh, some shows coming up, including a private show on Alcatraz Island. was December 27th at the Whiskey in Hollywood cool. and, and we, we didn't get that much of a break because the first show that we're doing uh, for 2019 is this Saturday the 19th in Scottsdale, Arizona at BLK Live um, but what happened there's there's a private event and uh, and and the city you know had had given uh, permission to to the people that wanted to book Alcatraz Island they gave them permission um, to to have a band played there and then they found out that the band was Quiet Riot and and they they were they were not comfortable with what might happen to their property right <laughs> uh, so they so they rescinded they rescinded the uh, the permission uh, and so now the party is going to be on a big boat out on the water. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> hey, hey, you know the, the way the way I look at it. The way I look at it is, we could have been at Alcatraz looking out, or we could be on a boat looking in. I'll, I'll take the boat. The pictures, if it's shot right, with the backdrop, would be awesome, man. Oh, yeah, listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that somehow there's a quiet ride picture with Alcatraz somewhere involved. Killer. <laughs> I, I'm I'm hoping to catch Quiet Riot uh, this year at the M3 Festival. Um, Sunday, May fifth, you guys play, I believe. Yeah, really looking forward to it. We haven't done it. Uh, we haven't done it in several years, <clears throat> and uh, and that's always a fun hang. And it's, and especially, you know, if you're there for the weekend, you can see a lot of your friends are in some of the other bands. But it, it's always a, it's always a great gig to do. Uh, and everybody at, at uh, Meriwether Post are great to work with. So I'm really looking forward to uh, doing that one again. I think this is our. I think this might be our third or fourth visit there. Yeah, it's going to be great. Um, I'll let you get going because I know you have a couple more interviews, but i got to say, like I said earlier, I started my website about seven years ago, and you know, I've had the privilege of speaking to so many different artists. It's been phenomenal. But the ones that geek me out the most are the ones that, you know, from bands I listened to when I was in high school, you know, years of, of just, you know, spending time with friends and partying, listening to tunes, and Quiet Riot did that for me. Uh, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me today, Frankie. Well, you know, I, I totally understand where you're coming from because, you know, all, all the bands that, yeah, I'm a music fan, you know, I have, um, I have a huge vinyl collection and CDs and all that, and I'm still a music fan. And so I remember, uh, all the bands that were the fabric of, of, of the soundtrack of my life and my youth. So when somebody says something like you just said, I completely and totally get it. You know, we, we become invested in, in each other. And, uh, and, you know, that's a great thing not too many people can say that uh, uh and the jobs that they have that uh that they can have that kind of relationship with with people they know and complete strangers and uh you know that's a wonderful thing i'm blessed in that regard and again my sincere gratitude to all the fans that have uh lifted me up um for three and a half decades and continue until today quiet riot one night in milan comes out january 25th pick it up Frankie, thank you so much. Uh, congratulations on everything, and good luck with the CD. Thank you, my friend. You be well. You have a wonderful weekend.